Are you tired of hearing mental health from a superficial view and you want to hear about realistic views? Well, you come to the right place. A space where healing is central, but also normalized. Your hosts, Danica and Myra, who are in the mental health field, will explore topics to help promote healing in your everyday life. Through our podcast, you will get the real and the work to focus on your healing. Welcome. We are beyond grateful for our very first sponsor, Bloom and Plume Coffee, a black-owned coffee shop located in Echo Park, 1638 West Temple Street to be exact. Hey y'all, we're back with another episode. This week, we don't have a guest, it's just us two, and we're going to talk about a topic where you probably are able to relate, but it's not something you've really talked about. And so it was the idea that Danica had, and we're going to talk about black boy joy slash black men joy. And then if we're going to put Myra's spin on it, it's just like, damn, that man is happy. So, <laughs> you want to tell them how you came up with this? Oh, uh, yeah. So like I was out with a friend, um, a guy friend, and we had went to this concert and like he was just so happy. Like it was an artist that he obviously liked and he felt connected to. But it's just, he was so happy, like, skipping up the steps, like, and I was uncomfortable. Okay, say if you had the opportunity to um, own your own business and you were allotted, let's say you were allotted $500,000 to start Mm -hmm. your own business, Mm -hmm. Uh, and you had to pick a state other than California, where would it be? Brooklyn, New York. <laughs> Whoa, you was ready for that one. Why? I went to New York so badly. Every time I go, I travel a lot of places. And every time I go to New York, I feel like I'm at home. And it's something about Brooklyn in particular. Because I'm one of those people, I like to do things. And Brooklyn always has something fresh and new to do. And they're always catered around Black people. And that's my vibe. Like, I would love to go to Afropunk every summer. I would love to go to Black Women's Brunch every spring. I would love to um, mm. go to Grits and Biscuits in the fall. Like, they just have all these Black events where it's like, and it's constantly happening. Whereas I feel like if you live in California, Black events happen, but you kind of got to know about them and you got to look for them. Whereas in New York, like, every time I ask my friends, like, what is there to do? I'm about to pull up to New York. They'd be like, oh, such and such is having this, such and such is having that. And it's always black center. And I love being around my black people, especially my black people in New York, because they listen to every type of music. And you cannot stand around them and not dance because you will get pushed to dance. So yes, I, I like those types of people. Um, that is a great reason. And I need to go to Brooklyn. Uh, <laughs> most definitely especially that dance piece for sure like going to clubs and stuff and people just stand there or on their phones and it's just like what are we up there like you're not gonna get service so you can't be on your phone like it's impossible you said you're not gonna get what you don't get service because the clubs are usually in the basement so if you're gonna get service like you're gonna have to go outside so you can't be on your phone <laughs> That is something too. All clubs should be in basements. 
Well, California don't really have basements because they're right, not really. All right, we I gotta think of another way to get people to get off their phones and have fun when they go to parties. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think that's a that's a great idea. So if you get these five hundred thousand dollars, I'm expecting you to go to Brooklyn, New York. So to dive into the topic, um, how can we start this? So what I'm thinking is, I just want to set the stage for y'all. So I don't know. I feel like most people can relate to this topic, like I said in the beginning, but. When I think about this topic, I kind of feel the same that Danica is explaining. Um, for me, I'll give a little background. My boyfriend is like how she described this man as. And when I first started dating him, I was just like, he is like, something. something's off about him. Like, what's up with him? And once I really got to know him, something my boyfriend will always say is like, I'm feminine. Like, yeah, I'm asking, but I'm feminine. And that's one thing. At first, I was like, what? But now that's one thing like I've grown to really love about him because I always think about like if we had a daughter, what would that look like? Because I don't want some overly masculine men helping me raise my daughter. So I'm thankful in that aspect. But when we think about like black boy joy, it makes me think about like, where do you think this is even rooted from for us to even like make this like a thing and for us to look at men when they're happy or they react a certain way to be like, huh, like, where do you think that comes from? immediately i'm a person who you i guess you can call me a family therapist um bowens whatever intergenerational whatever you want to call it but i think about family i think about what i've seen with black men and even starting from my father like it's interesting too because when they visited they visited me in like july and my dad i got to see like a different side of him i was just like dang like he was talking to everybody, just having conversations. And I was just like, I did not know you talked this much. Right. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, like what? Like, and it's, I haven't seen those sides of him growing up. He would just be like, my dad, like straight breast and face all the time. Anybody I brought around always been like, hmm, your daddy don't really talk to people. Mm-hmm. I, you know, like he is like, he seemed like he don't play around. And I'm just like, I didn't necessarily get those vibes from him as far as like how he parenting me he wasn't like a mean dad or nothing but he just was really calm and I never really seen him excited about anything like ever so that's where I think it starts from like family and just growing up seeing black men kind of just always in a survival mode that's what it is yeah I like to say that because my boyfriend always says because I always ask him like why are you always are so open and be like I'm feminine and you're so open and like lay out these characteristics that you have so I was like like where does this come from and he always tells me like I was raised by a strong black woman so I feel like I want to date strong black women that resemble these qualities but I'm gonna also carry on these qualities because I feel like my mom is amazing and to see her and the way she's carried herself my mom has a little bit of masculinity and a little bit of femininity and it's brought together and he's like that's all I've ever seen and I've always wanted to take that on and I'm like, damn, that makes so much sense to how you are. Like, it really makes so much sense. Like, he has that, like, gentle, like, calm side. Then he also has that, like, other side where he's just like, I ain't playing. Like, I step up. Mm. But, yeah, going back, like, when I think about, like, my dad, he's always kind of been, like, overly masculine. I even tell him, like, it's kind of uncomfortable. Because um, for me, that shit is uncomfortable. Like, why are you just do too much for me? And I feel like navigating my dating life, I'll always try to date men like that because I thought that's what it meant to be a man. 
And then my boyfriend came in and it was like plot twist because my dad wasn't like that. So I was just like, okay, like you, you kind of different. <laughs> but yeah, I'm agreeing with you with the family part. But then it makes me wonder, like, how does that translate into like the people that like we choose to date and how we interact with these people? And I'm wondering, like, how are they interacting with us? Because I'm sure that guy was probably like, why the fuck is she looking at me like that? And even my boyfriend, sometimes he'll be like, Oh, you know, I said something. What'd you say? I told her, you know, I'm honest. And if y'all, if y'all don't know, y'all should know I'm a very honest person. It's hard for me to not, it depends on what it is, but mm -hmm. I feel like stuff like that, when it comes to like my feelings and stuff, I feel like it's important for me to be honest. Mm -hmm. and so I was just like, um, you know, I, I feel a little uncomfortable and I was like, it makes me feel bad because you know, it's because I haven't seen black men this happy before. Mm -hmm. And he was just like, he, I think he probably laughed. <laughs> I think he, I think he laughed, but yeah. it, he didn't talk about it real deep. He was just like, yeah, you know, it's like kind of moved on or something, but he was still, he, girl, he still had a good, good time. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> and it's, it didn't stun anything. And then I had to kind of like check myself in, like, be like, like, sit in the moment like get get out of this uncomfortable feeling and be present yeah. of like because to be honest I think it's so dope mm -hmm. it was like uncomfortable but it was like a good uncomfortable I was just like mm -hmm. this is dope look at him he's living his life mm -hmm. yes like please live your life this is amazing but it was just like different so mm -hmm. I catch my I caught myself and I had to be like this is a great moment please do not ruin mm -hmm. yourself you know do <laughs> self calm down really like what are you uncomfortable about? Somebody being happy? Yeah. What? That's funny that you say that because, like, even when I meet, like, other men that are like, that, I'm always like, tell me about your childhood. Because, like, I need to know because it makes me start to think about, like, because I want to have a son. Like, I, I want my first child to be a son. And I keep thinking about, like, how am I going to raise my child? And it just makes me wonder, like, I want to raise a child that's like that. Like, I want him to be an adult. And I want him to be able to, you know, display his happiness and display his emotions and things like that. So, like, when I meet, like, men like that, I'm always like, tell me a little bit about your childhood. Like, what was that like? Because even, like, hearing from my boyfriend how he talks about, like, his mom and how his mom was like, even though his dad is um, in his life, still in his life, like, his mom just embodied, like, all these characteristics and he always wants to take them on. And he always talks about how he spent all this time with his mom his dad was there again but it just makes me like wonder like hmm let me take some notes real quick right I don't know yeah yeah it makes me think of the I mean really femininity and masculinity uh which that'll be a book I dropped because I read this book and it talks about different like um the different bar femininity and masculinity but basically um I think that we kind of have portray masculinity to be this you know protector provider which if you're a protector and only a provider then you a lot of times can't show your feelings if you have them you have to suppress them and you have to put them towards something else mm -hmm. usually looks up is showing up as only you focusing on career focusing on money focusing on those other things yeah. and then usually femininity is based upon acting really quick operating emotions not thinking holding on to stuff mm -hmm. very negative actually interesting like kind of thinking about what also not let's not say negative because femininity also 
when we think about that, it's also the positive if you get to feel your feelings. Yeah. And it's actually weird if you don't when it comes mm-hmm. to women, if it's like you're not tripping over anything, or you kind of calm sometimes, or uh, it's like, whoa, or if you're not wanting if you're not wanting to be a nurturer, which nurturing mm-hmm. usually has to do with feelings as well again. Yeah. So I think that like what's the I think it's called andro androgynous. 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 What's that again? Androgynous. Androgynous. Okay. So that means both, right? Mm-hmm. And so that makes me think of like like men who are able to accept, because I think no matter who you are, men or women, you have both of those. It's just different levels of it. Yeah. And so it makes me think that we we pretty much should all be these androgynous. <laughs> <Robinous>. <laughs> androgynous type of folks like we should all be this type of way because we have them um but yeah like I think it gets to a point though like with with your boyfriend the fact that he's able to step out and accept that piece of him and allow it like think about having to tell your your girlfriend or somebody you're talking to and they like you're a little different it's like oh yeah because I'm feminine like (laughs) like that's that's different, but really it's not even that he's necessarily feminine. He's just a person who's allowing different like traits to come out. But I think it's important to break down femininity and masculinity because I had to have this conversation with my mom because oftentimes um, people tie if a man is feminine to his sexuality or if a woman is masculine to their sexuality. And my mom has that really bad and I had to break it down for her and I use my boyfriend as an example. And I'm like, when you look at him, do you realize that he's feminine? And she was like, oh, fuck no, right? And then she thought about it. She was like, yeah, he definitely is. I don't know if I really understand what it means. And I was like, ha, exactly. Because there's nothing wrong with a woman who has masculine traits because my boyfriend tells me all the time I have masculine traits. And I tell him all the time he has feminine traits and there's nothing wrong with that. I think that we need to take the time because I'm not about to do it on this podcast. This is something that y'all should do. Like you really got to take the time to research what does it mean to be feminine at its core? Like really thoroughly research it and understand what it means to be masculine and really thoroughly research it and understand it's cool to be both. It's cool to be just one if that's what you want to be. But before you label things, you got to understand what they mean. Because once you're in relationships with people, their relationships will even start to make sense. Why does this person seem to take on this role? Oh, because they have more of this or more of that. And that could even be a conversation that you two have. Like, I'm trying to make sense of this, whatever. Because for me, going back to like the kid thing, I keep thinking about like, what is this kid's life going to look like, right? Because they have this mom who's masculine and this dad that's feminine and kind of going off of like, in what ways do we want to raise this child? Because even the way that we look at masculinity and femininity, we attach roles to them. So even that has to be a conversation that needs to be had. So I really push y'all to like really research it because I'm not about to go into that because it'll just, like once you start researching, you'll fall into this hole where you'll start to understand it more and more and you'll be like, okay, like things will start to make sense for you. Yeah, yeah. And I, I don't know, it's, just, it's- I mean, it's those, the terms and labels are just always hard when we have labels, but I think even going to, like, you having this son, mm-hmm. and, you know, him seeing his mom have what's, quote-unquote, these masculinity uh, 
like genes meaning um not genes masculinity traits meaning that like okay say you're more stern or you know those things that they say that men are and then he sees his father that's more compassionate and more showing feelings i think that that's great you know and i think that then hopefully your son would be like it's okay for me to feel feelings but it's also okay for me to set strict boundaries and and uh you know like be super direct and or whatever it is to be masculine or just being a whatever person he wants to be that's what it makes me think yes personhood is important like overall just in general like in friendships relationships i feel like personhood is important i feel like that also goes down to like who you like interact with like (laughs) having people around you that are okay with you being you and trying to understand it. I feel like the whole point of this whole podcast is just understanding of people and the ways that we're interacting and perceiving people because it's important to try and understand that. And I feel like that's something that I've always done, but I've been pushing the people around me to try and do that, like try to understand people. Once you start to try to understand people, you start to understand yourself because you're going to be researching, okay, they do this, they do that. Okay, that's making sense. Okay, femininity looks like this. Okay, it's that, it's masculinity. Okay, you start to make sense of it. And then you're going to start to make sense of how you interact with these people. And then ultimately, you're going to make sense of yourself and personhood, right? So I feel like that's just important, like really researching things and getting an understanding of how you're interacting with people. Yes, absolutely. Yes. So if, if you all haven't noticed or haven't heard I think it's amazing. I think that I think that men should most definitely feel happy and feel completely feel your feelings and, mm-hmm. and be able to be who you want to or need to be. And I think that people who are not used to seeing it, you know, you have to check yourself to see what is this, what, why are you feeling like this and why, you know, if it is uncomfortable for you, what's that uncomfort- uncomfortability really sitting in? Mm-hmm. And, you know, being able to you know break these barriers and like accept new things that you see is good it's a great thing yeah Yeah. so originally this week our podcast we're going to talk about childhood trauma and I think that this is another thing just to think about within childhood like what have you seen that kind of creates these ideas of what certain things look like for you like how I talked about seeing my dad and how that correlated to what I um the ideas I had around femininity and masculinity. So really thinking about like what in your childhood did you see that kind of shapes the way you see people, the way you make sense of people's personhood. Um, I don't even know if that's the word, but I know y'all understand what I'm trying to say. Personhood, people as a whole. Okay. Yeah. Just something to think about. So that's the takeaway? That's your takeaway? Yeah. Think about the things that you've seen as a kid, how you've interacted with people and how that's translated into you being an adult now and how you make sense of it. I think that's my takeaway. Yeah. And my takeaway is, you know, um, I know that we have, um, you know, black women listening and I think it's important as black women to recognize the, sometimes the, what's the word I'm looking for? Sometimes the extra pressure that we put on black men or black people, I'm going to say black men, no, I'm going to say black men because that's exactly who I'm talking about. (laughs) Um, We put this pressure on them that they can't feel their feelings and if they feel their feelings, they're soft or they're too feminine, which is not a bad thing anyways. But I, I challenge black women to allow black men to feel their feelings and actually encourage them to. 
mm-hmm. and actually show them that it's beautiful and that it's absolutely okay. So that's yeah. my takeaway. Celebrate it with them, yes. Yeah, so I'm going to actually talk about this book that I was telling y'all about as we were talking. Um, I had to get it. So the book is called The Way of the Superior Men by David Dieta. I think that's how you pronounce his name. And basically, it just discusses, like, um, how men and masculinity plays a part in men's life. A lot of the stuff I didn't agree with, but I think at the very core, it made me think about masculinity and femininity a lot more deeper. And so um, I challenge anybody, or I don't challenge, I suggest anybody to listen or listen audio book or read this book. It's really good. And I actually heard it from a, a Nipsey Hussle interview off Black, uh, on The Breakfast Club a long time ago. Rest in and power. What'd you say? Rest in power. Rest in power, Nip. Um, but yeah, so check it out. Okay, so my thing that I am sharing for the week is an event. It's going to be in Lamert Park, and it's called the Women's Room launch event um it is gonna be on november 23rd at 7 p.m they're gonna have a cypher that's dope as fuck i love seeing female rappers i love that <laughs> um networking performances giveaways and more and the tickets are like cheap as fuck um and my homegirl is hosting it her name is nico also check her out um she does this dope ass movement for inner city youth and she just goes around with this big ass pink key and people ask her about it and talk to her about it. And she basically tells them, like, I'm raising money for inner city youth. It's dope as fuck. But anyway, so back to the event. So the event <laughs> is on the 23rd. I'll share the link. The tickets range. I think the cheapest ticket is, like, $12 or something like that. Um, all the tickets include something. Oh, I have it right here. So $13 ticket. You get two raffle tickets, a free drink. They have a $5 one. Um, wow. Right, cheap, right? <laughs> Then they have a $20 one, it's free drinks all night, five raffle tickets, and a gift bag. So I think that's really cool. They follow me on Instagram, so I was like, let me shout them out. And they're always, like, liking my stuff, and they're dope. They give me good vibes off the Instagram, so I'm promoting them. That sounds lit. I'm old. You said that's in the LA area, right? Yeah, we going. I already told you. Oh, we going, <laughs> y'all. <laughs> so come out. Come out. Network with us support your people like it's it's gonna be lit yeah oh one more event so every year i host a donica told me i need to shout this out so whatever so every year i host an event at resilient tea i'm doing one in san diego december 7th and then one in la december 21st um it's usually a three-hour event and basically um it's a group of women and we get together and we talk about things that we've been through throughout the year and so I create space for us to talk about these things. And then we talk about our steps to move forward into the new year. Tickets are $41. It sounds pricey, but you get a journal, you get a good time, you get tea, you get scones, you get ice cream, you get cake, you get cookies, you get fruit. So you will pretty much be full by the time you leave. That sounds so, so good. I'll share that too. Yes, y'all support Myra, our beautiful, amazing co-host. Um, and then we obviously have our own event coming up November 16th we see y'all the tickets are rolling in we are so happy we feel supported but we want y'all to continue buying tickets we're not at capacity yet but we are getting there so y'all better hurry up tickets are only eight dollars yeah it's in los angeles um area once you buy the ticket we give you the address um it's from 4 p.m to 6 p.m 
November 16th is Saturday, so we know y'all got the time. Yeah. Uh, it's only two hours. Come out, have fun with us, and uh, connect. Yeah. All right, y'all. That's it for today's episode. Be sure to check back in. Um, we will be going on a short break soon, but we've created some gems that we'll be dropping throughout our Instagram for y'all to keep in touch. And we look forward to chatting with y'all soon. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. All right, bye. Thank you for tuning into today's podcast. Be sure to drop a comment on any of our platforms or even shoot us an email. We will be back next Monday. Make sure to tell a friend to tell a friend. That is it for today's Black Women's Healing Pod.